0: Riverside
1: Boom. All right, puppy, ready? Yeah, we're going to get into it right away. True or false? This party. Think about this. True or false? It's impossible to hum while holding your nose. True or false? (laughs) (laughs) You can squeeze Um, your nose. Squeeze it? Um, That's right. No, hum hum something. Um, No, no, hum a song. uh, um, Hum a... Mary had a
0: little nap. Mary had a little nap. They're not humming. Oh. <laughs> you do it. I can't do it. Bzz,
1: bzz. It's impossible. You can't do it. You can't hum and hold your nose. I felt that. I needed to like, take nothing. Because if you breath, think about it, like... Hmm, it's mm, like if something mm, with the airways
0: going... Yeah, I blew you it. You did. I absolutely
1: blew it. You did. So, back by popular demand... people ask, hey you guys should do another random facts one. So yeah, absolutely. I saw that and I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's part yeah. So yeah, it is impossible to hum while you hold your nose. Why is that? I'm an idiot. <laughs> hum a song and just then hum a song and then hold your nose and then hum and see if it works.
0: I don't know why kids frost uh, this for La Rasa uh, popped mm-hmm. in my head. But you know what it means to hum, right? No,
1: you ain't know me, so yeah. Uh, it doesn't sound school appropriate, it doesn't, but who cares, right? Anyway, so we're gonna get into some random stuff today. I thought, you know what, let's uh, let's go through the legitimate sources that is from the internet because I mean, if it's on the internet, we already know that it's true, right? absolutely true, <clears throat> it has to be true. So we went through mindblowingfacts.com weirdfacts.org and, you know, it must be legit if it's .org, right? I wonder if there's a weirdfacts.edu or something like Weird Facts University. Should make something up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I saw it and I was like, you can't hum and whistle. And it reminds me of like of the saying my mom would say. No puedes chiflar y tomar pinole. I, I can't... I don't know what pinole is in English. But it's a type of powdered drink of some sort. So yes. you can't drink <clears throat> and whistle. So that's kind of what I thought about. So this us to some fun facts. Let's Wait do there. it. So you or me?
0: You go. Me?
1: What's the first one you got into?
0: <clears throat> well, this one reminded me of myself. Children, children who are cuddled and hugged growing up tend to be happier adults. So, I don't know. I felt like that was... Were you cuddled? Hugged. And, yeah. Yeah. Hugs. I mean, they're powerful. Cuddling, Uh,
1: there's, there's power and there's a science behind it. I saw an article that said that if you're feeling sick, that cuddling has shown to make you not only feel better, but it improves your your immune it's like a, it's like a small like dopamine high or something like that right I think that's the word I was looking for is like, like a dopamine uh, ele- elevates your dopamine levels I mean that's the idea
0: like you could you could there was another fact like you could be addicted to being in love mm. like it could actually be an addiction why because when you have that feeling you, that when you're with that special someone <laughs> it, it kicks in like the dopamine levels and you know something like that right yeah
1: you know, I just learned there's a double heart. You know, there's the heart, and there's a double heart. That's next level shit. That is tier two. Yeah. So if you if if it's possible to be addicted to love, is it possible to be addicted to
0: depression? Depression? Is that a thing? I think that's different dopamine level. Like, it's all. Isn't it's that isn't that a dopamine deficiency? Hormones, like
1: deficiency. And
0: then, like your deficiency, like your your pretty much your happy chemicals don't hit as well. Hmm. Something like that. I mean, I'm sure it'd be a quick Google search, but you know, whatever. So,
1: yeah. hugs go a long way. There's
0: power in the cuddle. Yeah. How's your cuddle game? Some say hugs, not drugs, yeah. but if you don't get hugs, you might need drugs. Clinical oh, drugs. Yes, of course. As prescribed by your doctor, kids. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: cuddle your kids, hug your kids. Hugs go a long
0: way. How's yeah. your cuddle game? You a cuddler? It's weak. It's really weak. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a guy. I don't know. I'm really bad at it. So, some of us are are pretty good
1: cuddlers. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna say any names. <laughs> yeah. Cuddling. Yeah. Anyways. Some fun fact. Some of us. Oh, are here's extra, another one. Extra
0: <laughs> fluffy. Yeah. True or false?
1: Talk to me. The movie Fight Club is based on a true story.
0: Now, of course, it's not. But I know you sent me this one. Go ahead. So, it, I, I can't say that it is, but... This in, is a true story. In
1: 2015, according to weirdfacts.org, two daycare employees in New Jersey were imprisoned for running a toddler fight club among a dozen boys and girls aged 4 to 6. And there's a perfect little image of Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Yeah. But imagine that you're you're... You're running a little, you know, back alley fight club with, you know. My
0: my daughter's five years old. Four to
1: six years old.
0: (laughs) My daughter's five years old, and I never worry about other kids hurting my daughter. I always worry about my daughter hurting other kids. Hmm. So if I hear that there's, like, this fight club ring within (laughs) the daycare, like, what do you do if your kid's getting beat up every day? But now let's flip the script. Hmm. What do you do if your kid's beating up everybody else At daycare So Like if your kid is the bully? Yeah Yeah, Like if your kid not Let's not call it the bully Okay Because bullies Initiate the stuff In this case You have Responsible adults Supervising This Mm. event right? Okay So So if your kid's getting beat up It's horrible These kids need to go to hell But if your kid's Winning these fights Do you still have to come in with the same attitude And that's up to you Individual reviewers You know what I mean You know what I just
1: realized something right now growing up i think we had like a pseudo fight club with my <laughs> with the the kids in the neighborhood i mean and we, my little we're like, right because no well what i mean oh, was, is that like like so my we always had kids around our same age right same, yeah and so um my little brother he's four years younger than me yeah he had a group of kids of his age as well and we would always be like Ooh, edgar he's talking about your mom instigated Ooh, he's talking about your your body like just be instigators and they're you know they're like they're young and they're like get all fired up and stuff yeah. and then we'd we'd convince them to like to like wrestle or like you know throw on the gloves and, and box or yeah. whatever yeah. so it's like damn we kind of had like a pseudo we'd like convince them that they should box it out you yeah. know so, I don't know. Yeah. I think Fight Club existed before the actual movie, Fight Club. Yeah, but the first rule
0: of why, why doesn't anybody know about it? Because the first rule of Fight Club is... Can't talk is, about it. Can't talk about Fight Club. Can't talk about it. Yeah, so, yeah, movie. I was
1: a, I saw that and I was like, you know what? It reminds me of our pseudo-Fight Club. Now, if you haven't
0: seen that movie, one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyways. Tyler Durden. I love Tyler Durden. I forgot yeah. that name, too. Yeah. Anyways, what you got? Well, you did... Okay. Um, oh yeah, so, uh, this one, this one reminded me of a signful episode when Elaine was writing work notes or work emails mm. and she was finished every sentence with an exclamation point and she actually got fired for doing this. Well, there you go. In 2007, a woman from New Zealand was fired for using cap lock too often in work emails. Now, oh no, you're thinking like, that's crazy. But it's one thing to read an email. So like, if, uh, I, I should... If so I had, if you read, read that in all caps, what would it sound like? What? Okay, so let's redo this, right? If this was in all caps. In 2007, a woman from New Zealand was fired for using... <laughs> see the difference? So. This could lead to <coughs> violence, you know, it's so... A, and this is another reminder that
1: grammar matters. Yeah. Because you can say... Hey, comma... Let's eat, uh-huh. Grandpa. What? Or you could say, "Hey, let's eat, comma, Grandpa." Uh-huh. Grammar matters. Oh yeah. You might, know,
0: where you where you put the comma? I post I post something like that one time, like, uh, um, like quit drinking for. Drink it for a week. I, I like quit drinking for like the way you do it. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I, I quit drinking for <coughs> a week. But if you take out all the commas, like I drank all week. I, I don't know something like that. All right, I botched the joke. <laughs> totally botched it. Was, I can't, that, was I can't to remember. Say that. That's a funny joke. I can't remember how it went. I would have to look at my Insta. But it, so, yeah. I mean,
1: is that grounds for termination? To be able
0: to... To be yelling all the time? On your emails? Literally, like, are you going to make the work meeting? Are you going to make the work... It's just... just so, like it the, must have been a pretty special circumstance. An employee, maybe, that had had it, them it coming to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Interesting. Yeah. Speaking of co-workers... You got another, <laughs> <you got> another, <laughs> well, I was going to go
1: into this. Okay, yeah, Matt. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I should have brought it with
1: me, and I... I Totally forgot, but <clears throat> many, many people of our generation can attest to this, that when you played Super Mario Brothers, or if you played... Please tell me you have something. No? I do not. Okay. Dang, that would have been awesome. When you're playing, like, Mario Kart, or, yeah. like... Yeah. Just Mar- Super Mario Brothers 2, 3, whatever, and you Mike Tyson punch out And then what would happen is... Like, you'd see the the screen flicker, blink, uh-huh. blink, or it wouldn't come out clear. The, the, so game what, would, the
0: game wouldn't start right, so what do you do? So what do you, you do? Take, do? So, so, we you know, you hit this the <coughs> video camera chip, it was in there. Mm-hmm. You had to slide it in and pop it down. So you pop it out, like, dude, it's not working, you go. Why? Because it was supposed so to. So I'm thinking it blows out air or it gets the chips warm, and oh, then you pop it back it's in. It's dirty, there's dust on it. Yeah, there's all this stuff, so.
1: So, I, I hate to burst many people's bubbles because we always believed that it worked. That if you just blow on it or put alcohol on it, a little Q-tip or like a little cotton, cotton ball, that it would clean the little disc portion, right? Yes. Well, contrary to popular belief, blowing into video game cartridges didn't fix them by removing dust. Reinserting the car- cartridge fixed the connection, so it's actually a connection issue. There's a picture of the the Super Nintendo, the the first uh, Super Nintendo system. There, uh, yeah. If you blew on it, you thought it worked, but it was actually just need to reconnect. Yeah. And so, my whole life, I've lived a lie, you thinking, thinking that
0: <sighs> it's a load of shit. Yeah. Was, you absolutely need to I blow like, on that thing. <laughs> It's the, the only way to work. That's the only
1: way to work. Or just, yeah. here's your backup, you would double stack the cartridge
0: <laughs> and so like stabilize the the, the game there. Yeah. And then that would these are all chicanadas and chicanadas, and, yeah. And what's the only thing that matters? <coughs> what it, what is the magic that got it to work. And somewhere along the line that became a cultural phenomenon. Everybody mm-hmm. everybody blew in that freaking thing. Every- 100% of the Nintendo owner. So we don't need to fact, fact check that one because we lived it.
1: And we proved that if you keep blowing on the cartridge, it's going to work. Thank you. So that I saw that and I am like, that can't be true. Nope. can't be living the yeah, It's like
0: telling a Mexican mom you don't get sick if you go outside in the cold. Or if you They're walk no, around there, barefoot. Ponte calcetines. Yeah, there's nothing you can do to convince them otherwise. But it <laughs> You're going to get sick.
1: I'm like, yeah. what that, do you mean? It doesn't actually get you You're sick. You're going to get... You know the the flu if you are the cold if you I was like well I mean the flu is like a virus right you can get yeah. virus walking around barefoot yeah
0: like breathing through your feet yeah it, it, but I'll it, never it,
1: tell my parents that it lowers you know, it, you know, it, it, I love them, it
0: so. temporarily lowers your immune system somehow so you're more vulnerable to take stuff in but as long as you don't take anything in you don't to worry about it you got nothing to worry about uh th- there's actually I, I had a foreign exchange student um. Catherine, Catherine Peterson, right, in, in Denmark. Mm. And she told me that when kids are little, babies are little, they will literally get them <coughs> in the winter and get, like, their baby seat or the little thing and put it outside their door and, like, shut their door and do whatever they're doing inside the house. And, like, literally leave their kid outside in the freaking cold. So there's two things that are. One is you left your kid outside, but obviously there's a cultural <coughs> phenomenon. Yes. If there's never any issues, you don't have to change laws, right? You don't have to change customs. Two is... Did you <coughs> die? Did you die? Did you die?
1: But <laughs> did you die? Yeah. But did More? you die?
0: Yeah. So yeah, I so saw I was like, no oh, yeah. way. Anyways. Alright. So everybody loves a good Tricky Dick story, right? And I, we all have them. <laughs> so when it comes to uh, Richard Nixon. Uh, President. Yeah, the President yes. of the United States. Now, every time I, 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 ga- I, I gave, uh, I remember I gave, well Reagan was 40. No, Reagan's was not forty. Reagan was. Is... He he
1: came in after uh, Johnson. President Lyndon Johnson, in '68, announced right. that he wasn't going to run for reelection. So he was president Last, between '69 yeah, yeah. and '72. He got reelected, and then he.
0: No, I, I just can't remember the number. Anyways, case in point is, mm-hmm. like today, I had, a, I, had a, I had a test today, right? An AP, almost every day, there's a test for quiz or whatever. Yeah. <coughs> and I always do it. I always get all right. Proper test procedure. Don't look at me or else I'm gonna think you're cheating. Mm-hmm. Why? Because while I was in high school and what do you do before you cheat? You look at the teacher. <coughs> <laughs> you, do you look at the do. teacher before you cheat, right? Uh, two, don't be looking at other people, don't let your eyes run and looking at other people's stuff. Um three, if you're talking, I'm assuming you're cheating. So maybe you're or asking doing... them for a pencil. <coughs> but you want to Talk means be. Yeah. Oh yeah, then there's that. <coughs> and, then, and then there's like, you know, two cups, whatever, but but then I get to this, right? And just remember, kids, it's only cheating if you get caught. If you get caught, twenty seventeen Astros. It's, it's only Boom. cheating if you get caught, right? So, and there's another one. If you're not cheating, you're
1: not trying.
0: You're not trying, absolutely. <laughs> so, you could no crap on Richard Nixon all you no, want, right? So, no no I mean, is yeah, so so fun facts like when NAFTA is being approved by like Bill Clinton and. Who did he call for consultation? He called Tricky Dick, Richard Nixon, right? So Richard Nixon was such a devout student that one time, there we go, when he was worried about his law school grades, Richard Nixon and two friends broke into (laughs) the dean's office only to find that he was at the top of his class. So... Mm. If he's, you know, there's, you make so much of an effort in school, and he made so much of an effort in school. Not only did he have good grades, but if he didn't, he was going to make sure he had good grades. And did other kids try that? Uh, no, they didn't. Well, actually, if they did try that, they and caught. they didn't get caught, then... <coughs>
1: so, he must have a thing for breaking into offices,
0: right? <coughs> because... Yeah, I mean, then there's that Watergate a, thing. Watergate, you know, yeah. And if it wasn't for Forrest Gump, nobody would ever know Forrest anything, Gump, right? No. Thank you for discovering yeah. those guys. They, thank you, for, thank you for busting the guys <laughs> at Watergate. If he it wasn't for Forrest Gump,
1: Nixon would have finished his term.
0: Yeah, I mean, so there's, there's so many good stories about about Richard Nixon. He got pissed drunk one time. That's another believable fact. And he was ready to In launch China? a nuclear attack on. It might have been China.
1: Was he? Was it when he went to China?
0: <clears throat> was it? Wasn't there like a documentary about that? Like okay, story. Yes. Okay, so <clears throat> today, what's going on in our politics? It happened mm. in 2003 as George W. Bush speech. He said, "This is the axis of evil." Like, oh yeah, <clears throat> Saddam, <clears throat> Iran, China. Like pretty much all of our enemies, he labeled them an axis of evil. Et cetera, et cetera. So what happens when your enemy, when all, what what happens when he demonize all these people? They all join together in a group. Oh. So as some political scientists say, that's the issue of modern-day politics, if we have demonized certain countries, and now they're starting, those countries that are against starting to unite. So the genius of Richard Nixon was, around the 1972 era, we had communist China and communist Russia who were right next to each other. And you would think the communists, they always get along. They always get along. Mm -hmm. We're talking Joseph Stalin and Mao here, right? So I guess there was like always beef, Um, but just kind of hidden under the surface. And I guess Richard Nixon got this intelligence that there were shots fired at the border. Mm -hmm. Obviously tension. So what did he do? He hit up China, and he asked to, hey, I want to go on a Goodwill tour. I'm going to go visit your country. We'll do it in secret, and we'll try to hook up trade deals." So Richard Nixon is the reason why everything is made in China. Mm What? Thanks, Two, he realized that if he pits the enemies against each other, or he pits the friends against each <clears> other. <throat> so uh, he, after that, they did the trip. They made these deal agreements. They they started playing ping pong against each other. Thank you, Farsk. Thanks, Forrest Gump. Ping pong, <laughs> ping pong diplomacy, right? And then Richard saw this like, dude. Well, they they hooked it, and then all of a sudden, Richard Tricky Dick, Richard Nixon, hit up Russia. Hey, do you want to set up a meeting? Russia, like, yeah, you set up a meeting with China. Yeah, we want you to mm-hmm. set a meeting up with us, right? So Russia and China were not on the same page. Richard Nixon identified this. So instead of saying, you guys are the axis of evil, he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pit these guys against each other. And sure enough, mm-hmm. that's what he did. He set up two separate meetings with two supposedly friends. And yeah, Richard Nixon was absolutely amazing. I mean, he would have been a great dictator in a country that wasn't the United States. That's that's the biggest problem in the United States It's really hard to be a dictator. This this thing called checks and balances. It's not all about Yeah, the constitution. Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: speaking of drunk presidents, fun fact. I'm going to go back to ancient Persia. Let's go hard. In the ancient Persian Empire, men would often debate ideas while sober and, again, while drunk. If the idea sounded good in both states, it was considered acceptable. What do you think about that? So you you share an idea when you're drunk and when you're sober.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> I like the idea, and I think we actually do do that. We often call each other when we're inebriated and spit show ideas, right? And then we come to school, and then if you wake up the next day and, well, step one is do you remember what the hell we were talking about? Step two is, oh, yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Is it still a good idea now that we're sober? That and what comes
1: to mind when I think about this when i was in college and i think uh felipe esparza he does a funny joke with the skit on about yeah. this Well, one time we said hey let's go to vegas one time after the bar yeah let's go tomorrow let's go and then the next morning we was like still want to go to vegas i'm like uh i don't have any money damn it so it sounded great at the time but the next day i was like nah I don't think I don't think it's a good idea. I'm broke, in college, but I think we do that all the time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the Persians were onto something. Let's talk about it sober. Let's talk about it drunk, and if it's good in both states, then let's go for it. You know. So, I don't know. The I think Pers- it's a great idea. I think the Persians were were onto something.
0: We, we do practice that. I wonder how. Without many, even thinking I about it. I wonder how
1: many of our government decisions are made in both states.
0: You know what, I, I hmm. look, Nobody, no adults around me drink scotch while I was playing. They drink tequila, they drink beer, mm-hmm. they drink, at weddings, they drink everything. But I, when I was older, one of the things I had in my head was drinking scotch. Why drinking scotch? Because, I mean, I've, signs you're going to be a history teacher, right? You watch a bunch of political movies, historical movies, and all these congressmen and presidents, they always have this liquor cabinet, and they're always like seem to be sipping scotch during work hours. Hmm. So, like the show Mad
1: Men, huh? In the show Mad Men, they're always drinking at the office. Uh huh. Constant.
0: And and there's a certain different
1: culture though. There's a certain level of
0: your mental clarity. You get in a certain flow when you have a certain amount of drinks, and that drink is not universal per person. Mm -hmm. Everybody's bodies are different. Everybody's tolerance is different. But there's a certain amount of drinks where
1: if you catch
0: me on the right time,
1: the confidence level just. and you, it's yeah. kind of like when you speak Spanish when you're in Mexicali. Yeah, that's where I'm drinking a lot. And it's like, just, how do you get by in Mexicali? Yeah, I don't know. It's like, just alcohol. Yeah. It
0: helps you speak, you know. Yeah. At well, seventh or ninth inning, I'll start drinking, and my Spanish gets a lot better. You sound like a... Like a it's like me dancing. I can't dance, but when I'm drinking, I oh, think can I can dance. <laughs> oh, you can dance. Yeah, yeah. You can dance if you want to. Yeah. On.
1: Yeah. She got that one. Uh, light, light, is that libation
0: one? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Speaking of being able to sing and dance. So, term here is libation, right? <coughs> libation, the practice of pouring out a drink in memory of the deceased. <coughs> Falling apart. <coughs> this was very common in ancient Egypt, Greece, and Rome. Humans have been pouring out the homies for more than... 4,500 years. For the homies. Dude, why are you pointing so much? There's <laughs> so, a lot of homies. <laughs> it's going to look like, a, it's gonna look like a, dude, the custodian's going to think I pissed the floor. He'd be like, against Santana? Yeah, like,
1: antenna? yeah Again?
0: exactly.
1: So, yeah. so the it was the, the Egyptians, right? They came up with the idea?
0: Ancient Egyptians, the or Greeks, and the, the Romans. Homies?
1: It didn't say who came up with the idea. Oh, it was just common. Yeah. Back in ancient Greeks, the Romans. Okay. Yeah. Maybe like back in uh, the days of... Cleopatra, and, yeah.
0: and then the days of Tupac. Pour a Ooh.
1: little liquor. He had a whole song on that. Oh yeah, Tupac. Yeah. So he's maybe making a reference back to yeah, Cleopatra. Yes, yeah,
0: like went well, out for the homies. Yeah, what if Nostradamus came over this and he knew t- Tupac was coming? Of course he did. Of course,
1: Nostradamus has predicted everything. Yeah. Wonder if he can predict our lottery winnings. It's not gonna happen yet. He would. There's a lie. Hmm. Fun fact. I think this is one where we both kind of agreed on. Fun fact. People who remain calm when being criticized are more likely to have high self-esteem. People who become aggressive and lash out when receiving criticism are more likely to be insecure narcissists. There so
0: you're telling me that if somebody's getting criticized and they get all butt and start lashing back? get all super
1: defensive
0: they they actually think that they're special so it's like it's arrogant they think they're more important than they really are
1: i feel like we at some point in our lives have run into several of these types of people Uh, like you can't give them any like constructive criticism because immediately they get defensive and start lashing back and saying how you're wrong or how you're dumb or how they're right and
0: Imagine oh. if we had a coworker like that. Like, I'm, just, I'm sure at some point we've all had somebody like that. Yeah, especially someone which brings us to another one that we didn't out, But uh, on this, people get ang- who get angry easily are more likely to overestimate their intelligence. Mm. So this, so what does that mean? This, well, this explains my mood swings. Because <laughs> I'm an absolute dumbass. <laughs> yeah, people get angry easily are more likely to overestimate their intelligence. So kind of this Dunning-Kruger effect thing. Uh, you only get, you know, the more butthurt you get about life. But, um, I mean, sometimes people ask me, how can you stay calm this whole time? I'm like, well, because you can only worry about things you can't control. It's because you're smart. Where You have a good self-esteem. self-esteem. <laughs> no, there's no, there's no, or maybe I'm just too I, dumb I, to know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's just, I'm just, <coughs> I'm just, um, what, I'm dumb enough not to give a crap. Nah. You know, who nah. knows, right? And, and but I, and yeah,
1: but I saw I saw that, and I was like, "That's interesting," because like, like in my, I don't know what year I lost count. So do 17. they have?
0: It's like, do they have childhood trauma, or are they a dumbass? Right. So mm, there's just never know. You never know.
1: But I, I mean, thinking back bold. to my, what what year am I in? Seventeen, seven, year seventeen or something like that, uh-huh. of of my teaching career, and I can definitely think back to several people, like in leadership and in, in like, not just like teacher roles, but like instructional leaders. And like, you can't even give them like any like critical feedback because immediately it's like, oh, you know, yeah. they just get defect put up a wall right away. And then just like tell you everything that is yeah not what it's meant to, you know, I mean, we'll me- It's just like, yeah. man, yeah. like what's wrong with, what's, what's wrong? Like, what's going on inside of you? Like, are you, you know, dealing with some kind of trauma or, or I don't know, you just feel like you're smarter than everybody? Yeah. And nobody likes a know-it-all either, so it could be that too. So.
0: Yeah, that's what I hear about modern baseball announcers is that there's always one commentator and what always seems like the second person is always a know-it-all. And so, mm-hmm. like, recently, like, Tim McCarver just passed. Oh, yeah. And to me, I was thinking, well, at least there's I don't have to listen to him on TV anymore. Because he drove me freaking crazy. Now, there was also Joe Morgan, who yeah. was also, I guess, other people felt like he was a know-it-all, but I I love Joe Morgan. I actually learned a lot about baseball from him. But Tim McCarver bothered me. I'll never forget. It was raining one time during the World Series in the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. And he was, there was a guy in first, and he was saying how the guy is not going to steal second because it's raining. And uh, The next pitch, Boom. this fool stole, and it wasn't close. And then <coughs> he started trying to justify, like, why? Because he, he looked like a dumbass. So, so it's Carver... that's, that's why I like,
1: oh. you know, and you don't even have to be a Dodger fan to appreciate this guy, Ben Scully. Why? Because I, even though he was a Dodgers broadcaster, announcer, he was very neutral, and he told stories. He was a historian. He brought back, like, stories back from, like, World War II during, like, like, he's mentioned stories about, like, during the Korean War. It's like he interviewed. about Ted Williams and how something, and it some, was amazing. He was a storyteller.
0: Sometimes it's like he had a personal relationship with every single player on the field, not only for the Dodgers, but even for the other team. And maybe there's a reason why he covered a lot of nationally broadcast mm-hmm. games that weren't even the Dodgers, like the famous 86 Mets call. Oh, or, yeah, Bill Buckner. Or, I mean, of course, he was doing the World Series with the A's and Dodgers, but uh, a lot of memorable ones. And you know another memorable announcer now that we're getting on tangents. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about stupid Dodgers shit. <laughs> Is uh, actually you know another one of the greatest uh, announcers of all time, and his name was Harry Carey, for the Chicago the Cubs. Cubs, and that's why the Chicago Cubs always have a celebrity come in, mm-hmm. seventh stretch, and sing, mm-hmm. take me out to take the ball game. Because Harry Carey would do that. But little known fact about Harry Carey, he'd be drinking the whole game. Wow! So he'd be kind of conservative in the beginning. Things go on, get and loose, he'd get mouthy. yeah, yeah. But this was. The, goose the, 60s, makes loose. the 60s, 70s, 80s of baseball, so more conservative times and less, you know.
1: But the thing about, yeah. like, guys like Kerry Carey and Vince Scully is they're, like, super humble. Yeah. Super humble. Like They can laugh at themselves. Like, they could laugh at themselves. They could, you know, appreciate a good moment and let the moment speak for itself. Yeah. But definitely those are people who are, like, they would openly receive feedback, whether yeah. it was, like, positive or negative and not take it personal so that's why when I saw this fact it's like typically people who get very defensive when you're trying to give them feedback like oh no you know like uh, that's not what that's not what it is they so,
0: overestimate themselves they, they overestimate, overestimate them. their worth and it's just like hey yeah. take it easy learn
1: from it don't get so defensive yeah. they don't listen to understand they just listen to respond oftentimes yeah. so yeah Anyway.
0: sounds so like you described me <laughs> Yeah. Oops!
1: I've been—you
0: fight- discovered. I've been, I've been fighting <laughs> with that for years, right? All right, all right. Listen to them. Listen. And I know you want to respond right yeah, away, bro. and yeah. your your issues are different. Shut up and listen. Shut up and listen. But I hate when I shut up and listen. I'm gonna tell you why. You By the time they're done talking, you know what happens? You forget. I forget what I was going to say. I know. It's like you know what? So I need to big have a bigger or smaller ego. I, I'm always right there. It just it's the the the, the key is. Being balanced right in the middle.
1: Yeah. Fair and balanced. Then I'm not hairy. Fair and balanced. Kind of like Fox, not... like Fox News. Fair <laughs> and balanced.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, there's another one, right? The more hairy you have, the more intelligent, more intelligent you are. They, they, like all yeah. all roles are pointing to one thing. Just, yeah. yeah I, I maybe. I never had a chance. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the yeah, living, breathing Forrest Gump. Just less successful than Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs>
1: On that note, best thing you've seen all week. Let's wrap this up. What's the best thing you see
0: now week? Tell them about it. <laughs> well, this is, I mean, of course, there's like a baseball, <laughs> spring training, world baseball classic. I was up till like 1130 last night watching Cuba and the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it happened today. It happened today in class. So I was made aware that there's a student who has a portfolio of foot picks. And I was like, you know, I was kind of overhearing something, but I,
1: I hope it's like for once I feel purposes. like
0: this is somebody's personal information, I start tuning them out, but then they directly look me in the eye and they engage with me. and They burn out the person's name and they started saying the more of the criteria. Like, well, now I'm involved, so all right, kids, tell me more. That's so finally, when I, I, I was needed to figure out a way to coax this kid into telling me about this information, so. Finally, that class comes up, and I was easily able to do it. And yeah, sure enough, they show me a thing. It's like a portfolio of foot pics, to where it's so much of a joke in the class and amongst their peers. So they're doing it as a like yes, like an inside it's joke. Boldly, it's a fake foot fetish, ah. but this joke has been carried on since like they were freshmen; their seniors now. Oh, I see. So it's like an
1: inside joke.
0: They and, and there was since... even a girl that told me to this. She says, hey, when I get mad at her sister, my sister, I take pictures of her <laughs> feet and I send it to him, this person. Or, you know, so they know I, about sometimes it. Sometimes I picture, take pictures of my mom's feet. And so like, wait, wait, wait. All right. Everybody in the class, raise your hand if this person has a picture of your mom's feet. And like a couple kids raise their hand. Oh and, ah, I just died. Like, so, this dying, Like This stuff. And I'm dreading what's going to happen on Santana Pulse today. I have no idea what it came out of my mouth. I'm really dreading it. Yeah, you saw it came out yesterday. I don't. I'm not even going to say it. Yeah, people can see it. It's public.
1: <laughs> All right. You need to know the context. What's the best
0: thing you see on a week?
1: I have to say you kind of touched on it. For me, the best thing, it's baseball. Baseball's yeah. back. Smack talk is back. I
0: didn't realize how
1: great training is back. Yeah. yeah. Baseball is back. And I didn't realize how much I missed it. Yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what I love is, like, in our in our group, you know, in our group chat, how much fun it is to hear people talk smack about my team, the Dodgers. And I don't get up I, I, I like it. I think it's fun because it, it's supposed to be fun. I don't think. But certain people take. You know take it personal not to say in our group but in other cases people take it personal like oh i and and i don't start it but if somebody brings it up i'll
0: continue it you know i'll 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 keep going with it and, and along the theme is the first person to get upset what happens you lay into me oh, more. That's, you lay into it. Somebody gets upset. So it's and, like you throw the bait out there and see who bites. And the first
1: person bites. The uh-huh. on. So yeah, and somebody always goes in on it. And then uh, it just it just keeps going and going. And there's some funny like inside jokes that have come out of it. So I'm um, for me, baseball's back. That's so, the best thing. I've
0: admittedly, seen. I used to get pretty defensive when the Padres didn't spend money, because this has been the plague of my existence. I could point to 1984, when I was like five years old. I could point to 1998, and but, but really, that's it. Like, we get our players, we do well, and then we sell off the freaking farm, send our coach somewhere else. I mean, Bruce Bochy is one of the greatest MLB uh, managers to ever freaking live, right? Mm-hmm. And we let him go? Like, dude! So, you know, it's, it's things like that. So th- this is, we used to have Ozzie Smith, Dave Winfield. Wait, this wait. I, a- I'm, I'm getting to it. All right. All right. Okay. We're having a moment. I should have a couch. I should have a cast like you this. You should. Like, well. So, you know what I love? Renee, let me right? tell you about this. And then one day, last year, two years ago, we did a big contract. And oh, that's nice. We're going to trade Manning in a few years. And then they signed him a bigger contract. Then they brought in Xander Bogart. It was like, whoa. no, no. Wait, no, no. Wait, wait, before wait. that. Before that.
1: You guys signed Tatis to a super long fortune. I get it. I just didn't buy it. Then you ended, Xander oh U Darvish extension. Xander Bogart's. He had all these additions. traditions. I did I did
0: not buy it. I love that. I love the fact that the so traumatized.
1: But I love the fact that the Padres are spending money because Mm -hmm. now they're actually a, a uh, more well-rounded team, which is going to create more of a competition. Yes, because when people use well, that, hold on, hold on. The, the other thing I love about that is that they can no longer use that excuse. Oh, look, LA is trying to buy a championship, spending their money, throwing it around. Like, of course, they're in a big market. Why wouldn't they spend the money? San Diego's in a big market. They just act like they are not in a big market, and they act. Like a small market team that's afraid to win. I bet you sure there
0: are actually numbers I to go it. along with that. I, I love I, it. I think it's the day we signed Tatis that he was—he's obviously a star. He was the best-selling jersey before he oh, yeah. started doing stupid crap like steroids. But, but, so I'm saying, huh? Steroids? Yes. I mean that's just one of the things. That's Riding quads and doing steroids.
1: Well, didn't they change his jersey name to Tachits? I
0: don't know something
1: to, like that. Tachits.
0: But I can't help it. I'm watching spring training. He hasn't got a hit. I don't care. I love watching it. Every single day he's exciting. They, but my point is to beat him again. My point is when they when people would talk crap <laughs> about the Padres when they would not spend money. I'm like, dude, it's like they are now it's like the you're Yankees a high school
1: of the West. You're a
0: high school kid picking on an elementary school kid. What are we doing here? It's like it's like the agila. They're, they're going an elementary kid old. because they don't want to graduate. It's to like level. the agila is going to play against the Yankees. It's like they're scared. Southwest high school football team playing against freaking I don't know Central. <laughs> You're just going to get beat up, right? <laughs> uh, like that. But now they're actually spending money. Finally, especially after kick the crap out of the evil empire West, the yeah, Dodgers. Everybody gets
1: lucky once. Well. They're, they're still. They're still the little brother. Yeah, well. you know, When where did that take them? Lost to the Phillies. So that's why I was like, I oh, you guys, you guys should get a jersey for being the Dodgers in the playoffs. You know, I didn't 111 watch. 111-win team, and
0: they I didn't, they watch, didn't. I did not watch a single pitch of that series because I knew it was going to happen. Yeah.
1: Because my. So you sound like a true Padres fan. <laughs>
0: that's me. I'm here.
1: Exemplary. Uh, oh, baseball's back. It. And you said World Baseball Classic? I'm going to the Mexico-Colombia. Uh, game so I'm looking forward to that with my family so me too baseball's back it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing I mean spring's here weather's yeah. changing You'll be able to wear shorts pretty soon sure off your legs can't wait, can't wait.
0: I wouldn't wear I can't wait till my wife talks me into wearing 80 shorts then we'll be back you're like Magic Johnson just we really just <laughs> pipping that hard right can't wait yeah, yeah. Hey. Uh, shorts so low we're going to get AIDS that's what I'm talking about that's right <laughs>
1: Jesus. <laughs> On that note, I think that's a good way to play in. Boom! Get ready for the uh-huh. next one. Alright. So, boom. Back at it again. See you guys next time. Bam.